0: Welcome everyone to I Can't Book This, I'm your host Fredo, I'm joined once again by my co-host Eddie, and we're here as usual to talk about wrestling. First things first, as always, Monday Night Raw. Seems like a bit of an injury bug going around the WWE, Bray Wyatt out out this past week with uh, injuries, he sustained from a car accident I guess. Yeah got sighted and everything. I guess he wasn't paying attention and hit the car in front of him and made that car hit another car. So, I mean, nothing foul has came out. I ain't heard no reports about any type of, you know, alcohol or anything else being involved, but kind of unfortunate. But at least from what I'm hearing now, the match at extreme rules is still a go.
1: Yeah. When I first heard about it, uh, I was really upset because I really liked the angle they're going with, you know, Matt Hardy and, and Bray. And, uh, i really didn't want it to mess up the feud they got going right now and uh because i want you know bo to eventually join bray so i was like oh man that would suck you know now matt has once again he has a partner <laughs> that gets injured and he's stuck you know by himself and he'd have Trying to give to up, up the, the titles pieces.
0: yeah I have to probably relinquish them.
1: and uh i thought that would give curtis axel and bo dallas you know a nice little look hey well, you know now they got a reason to get the championship. So when I first heard it, I was like, "Man, I hope it's not serious." But apparently, it shouldn't be too serious. And yeah, the
0: match is still advertised. So normally they'll pull the plug on that quick. But yeah, so far so good. So I mean, that pay per views this weekend, I believe. So
1: yeah, yeah. Usually they'd have pulled the plug quick yeah. or you know something. So you know, hopefully, hopefully it goes well and
0: he's back soon and no uh, no serious problems. Sad. Man, then Ruby Riot. Strained MCL. Luckily, it was just a strained MCL. Because at first, people were online, you know, saying, "Oh, it looks like it was a tear." So, you know, that's a long way away from the mat. So, I was hoping that wasn't the case. And here we are. Good news. She's supposed to be getting reevaluated. I guess on the thirtieth later this month. Ooh. So, a little, you know, a little couple week vacation. You know, be easy. Get back in the ring. Hopefully, everything's fine. She'll get right back into the groove with the Riot Squad. Because. I don't know if, <laughs> like, just like how Paige's group absolution kind of slowly but surely fell off, I would feel the same. And that's not a knock at the other girls, but you're like, yeah, you kind of need Ruby. Yeah, I mean, it's called the Riot Squad, so it would be <laughs> unfortunate to
1: lose her. Yeah, just... It sucks to see injuries, especially, you know, a leader of a group.
0: Yeah, especially the leader of the group. But it it seems like with the WWE, man, like, it's not even twos or threes. It's it's sporadic. It can be up to, like, six people injured at one time. You know, it's really weird how that happens all at once in the same month time period, man.
1: Yeah, and it it really sucks, you know, if you're a booker. You know, you got all these plans for somebody, and then boom. You know, a torn ACL. (laughs) like, Like with the Undisputed Era, you know, they were red hot, and then Bobby Fish, you know, te- tears an ACL. It's just
0: yeah, I felt horrible for Bobby with that, man. Like, and now look, I mean, they're still prospering, you know, thanks to Rod, uh, Sly, uh, sleazy Roddy. You know, he's he's in the mix, helping them out. But man, it could have been so much doper if Fish could have been a part of all that right now that's going on. Yeah. But anyway, staying with Raw, um, the next step in the Sasha and Bailey feud, they had to go to therapy, thanks to Kurt Angle. <laughs> When I first heard it, I thought it was cheesy and I automatically thought back to the whole Daniel Bryan and uh, Kane uh, promos that they had where they had to go to therapy. And sure, sure enough, it was the same doctor, Dr. Shelby, back (laughs) doing the, uh, you know, the psychiatry stick or whatever. And I mean, yeah, of course, I mean, I'm not going to have the best laughs about it, but. I guess in progressing the storyline, I guess it worked for Kane and Daniel. So, I mean, obviously, now Bailey's feeling some kind of way. So, she was kind of taking it on some, I guess, being serious besides stabbing in the back. That was a personal, you know, preference, what she was speaking <laughs> of. But I like how she's taking the digs at her, though. Like, it's kind of giving her character a new light instead of just happy-go-lucky and I don't want to say nothing to hurt your feelings because we're friends, even though I don't like you right now. Like, I'm glad that she's kind of digging. Normally, Sasha has no problem doing that whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, so Sasha to see okay. it being given back is kind of cool, in my opinion, instead of it just being Sasha running her down. I like to see even exchanges, you know?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm uh, i really starting to get angry at this whole feud. Uh, I feel like the... I feel like the WWE is isn't full go on it, so it's like they kind of start the feud, then it goes away. They kind of start it, then it goes away. Yeah, they've been doing. You know, that. if you're gonna do it, go balls to the wall. And I feel like, okay, well, what's gonna
0: happen with this? They're gonna get makeup eventually, and right, they'll probably end up putting on a good match. I'm not sure if I could confidently say great match, but I know for a fact it's gonna. They'll put on a good match, and after that, yeah, it'll probably patch it up and hug it out in the ring.
1: But yeah, I mean, I. It's, you know it's a decent little skit, uh, but you know, if you're gonna do it, man, do go full force and I hope you know it would, it's gonna be a good rivalry, but
0: we've seen it so many times already. I believe I mean, I don't quote me exactly, but I believe one of the times that we got that false start, I believe Sasha got injured and I think that's why they had to pull the plug okay. on it one one of those times. but I get what you're saying still, you know, stop and go, stop and go, like let it go. We could have been past this already, but, you know, we're still going through it right now. Bigger fish to fry. Man, uh, staying with the women of Raw, uh, supposedly Nia Jax, your girl, got heat, supposedly, for some things that are related outside of the ring.
1: (laughs) Well, you know,
0: Nia. Oh, go ahead.
1: Well, you know, uh, it's supposed to be a friend, and, you know, this whole social media thing, I think, is good good for, you know,
0: backstage heat. You know, it's. I thought it was a great idea, like when they first started blurring the lines, I thought it was a great idea to advance storylines instead of they hate each other on TV, but they're adding each other on Twitter, you know, taking pictures and selfies with each other. So I kind of like when they start talking spicy to each other on, on the Twitter and whatnot. But, you know, for those that don't know, supposedly there was a comment that Nia Jax liked on Instagram that was alluding to someone's comment saying, alluding to uh, alexa bliss's title reigns and all her success is because possibly sleeping around and she ended up liking the comment and then i guess not too long after that unfollowing her on social medias so like i said to me that sounds like some high school shit like if it's going to be furthering the storyline okay i get it but if she does feel that kind of way or does agree with that comment i don't think that's enough to be having you know maybe that's the reason she dropped the belt who knows you know, but, like, I don't think that high school type of shit should be the reason to put somebody, give them heat, you know? There's no reason that I feel like anybody should be trying to down her or you're in the doghouse right now because of some things you did on social media. You didn't even comment. Now, if she, like, hit him with an emoji or commented on that comment, okay, yeah, yeah, you spoke on it. I get it. But to like something and to unfollow somebody in a lot of people's eyes, yeah, they might look at that comment as being rude, but in a lot of people's eyes, like, yeah, they really, this storyline's deep. <laughs> you know, you've got people believing it a little bit more, but here we are supposedly she's in the doghouse. Yeah, I think this is all a work. Uh, I think they're friends. I hope. We can only hope that this is really just a work and, you know, the internet's doing their thing, running with it. And of, And of course, she's been getting pushed to
1: the moon, and she has the title, so naya doing that and that's gonna get the heat and all causing a riff but uh it's time to take the belt off her anyways you know she's had it enough and eh, I don't yeah know. I,
0: like i said the other podcast i don't know what is she gonna be the rick flair or the women's division like i they gotta chill they have put way too many title runs on her but if they if they felt some way staying with naya but if they felt some kind of way about that Nia situation, they could have made her do something else. So I don't think she had to drop the belt or, you know what I mean, or to Alexa Bliss, at least. Because that just gave her another, you know, another accolade that people got to mention now. She's a blah, blah, blah time. I don't know the number right now. But like, yeah, I yeah, you know, it's like five or six, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, man.
1: But I, uh, I just feel like people take social media a little too seriously. You know, you, you saw it with Lito Rush just got so much heat, just a, a silly comment. Yeah. You know, it's just,
0: let's, you know. I wonder about that, man. Like, the guys in WWE that run that kind of department where they got to monitor people's socials and be checking, you know, what's said and trying to deem what's good and what they can't say. Like, in this day and age, man, like, you really, I understand, you know, it's a business, so of course they're not going to let them say absolutely anything. But at the same time, when it comes to getting people in trouble and making people look at people the wrong way, like Naya, like Leo, that's not cool, man. Unless they say some really derogatory things, I don't think that it should affect your job, I feel. In today's day and age, social media could be a double-edged sword. Sometimes it provides good. A lot of the times it provides bad. But when it comes to comments, man, come on. Like I feel like that's really childish. I could,
1: I could totally see if she was like, oh, you know, fuck Alexa, you know, on, on the, yeah. under the comment. Like, yeah, she did yeah. do that. That'd <laughs> or make sense. Or put a 100
0: emoji or a laughing emoji to it. I'd be like, okay. But I'd
1: I, seriously hope she didn't lose her
0: push over that. Like, that would be so stupid to me. But yeah, I mean, I hope she does get the strap back on her. Like, yeah. You know, she's earned it, I feel like. I mean, don't give it to her for a year. I, I wouldn't, at least if I was booking it. I wouldn't give it to her for no year, but she has earned it. She's came a long way, and it just kind of sucks that if that is the reason. Yeah, it came to an end. That kind of sucks.
1: can only hope. You know, that's whatever.
0: Yeah, you got to take things with a grain of salt that you read online. Uh, Monday Night rains, man. We get spoiled. The WWE spoiled us with not one but two Roman Reign matches. Come on, man. Yeah, I... Uh, you know, I really don't want this to turn
1: into the, you know, fuck Roman show. For real. Because, like, I do respect the man, and I think he is a decent worker. It's just... Why, why
0: are we getting two Roman matches and a Roman promo? See, like, I was just kind of upset because, like I told you, like, you know, there was obviously anybody, I know other people were saying this, there's other people backstage that could have had that, even if it was five minutes. There's people backstage, somebody else that could have deserved that time and got that match, man. Male or female. But no, we got to give this a lot of time to Roman because he deserves it. You guys are putting a little too much stock on Roman. You got the thing going with, you know, him and uh, Seth teaming up. And then now you got, at the same time, you got him and Bobby teaming up, having their animosity towards each other. Pick one or the other and run with it. We don't need a Shield reunion. God damn, can we wait a couple more years before we try to make them team up and do stuff together? Like, or or is wrestling even microwave now where everything has to be instant? Like, they broke up two years ago oh, we got to push this reunion right now. Like, we could wait five years. In all honesty, it might go over a little better. But, you know, we get the two (laughs) matches, and what what is your take on it? Like, what what would you think that their idea of this, like, was? Like, yeah, we're going to do this, but why?
1: All I really got out of it is he's getting the belt at SummerSlam. If if you're pushing a guy with two matches in a night plus a promo – (laughs) <laughs> You're put. You got the strap on his back. You want. Well, you want. You want him to go to the moon and yeah. hopefully, hopefully, getting this much exposure <laughs> right, gets we'll him over. At some point. <laughs> uh, I don't see it. But the, the only thing I really got out of that was we love Roman and we don't care. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna put him on no matter what you say, no matter what the fans want. And at this point, it's just. It's just getting so old so quick. And I. I hate to always talk about it on the podcast and i you know i probably sound like a biggest roman hater it's just man there's too many people backstage you got too much talent for him to be getting fucking 45 minutes of airtime on a fucking on a on on
0: uh, it's a three-hour show but that much time is given to him type shit like damn near getting a third of the show That's 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 ridiculous they didn't
1: even put stone cold on this much
0: man what was, oh, I was going to touch on how you mentioned about, yeah, it's been knowledge that oh, Roman's getting the strap at SummerSlam, but saw something that made me think about this shit. Brock has never re-entered that testing pool. He never re-entered, So technically, Brock might be just maybe he finessed this this contract, and he really doesn't have to work that many dates, but at the same time, we might be fucked. Brock might not be going anywhere. He might retain or they could do the Braun cash in at SummerSlam possibly. But uh, thinking about how Brock didn't go back into that testing pool because he has about six more months that he has to sit, you know, and do that. So it's like uh, maybe he's not going anywhere anytime soon. They're making us hate him. So for eventually when he leaves, we probably won't miss him. But, like, I'm, it's it's maybe we're heading for a misdirect come SummerSlam. Maybe we all think Roman's going to walk away, but maybe Brock might swerve us. Or we get the Braun cash in. <laughs> well, that would be awesome for the Braun cash in. I just feel like I don't care who he cashes in on, whether it's Reigns or Brock, I don't care. But my boy needs the belt though. He deserves it.
1: Well, going back to Brock, I think I think he will do an MMA fight sometime this year. I I I I well, feel he strong. Do it,
0: technically, he couldn't do it in twenty eighteen. It would have to be like in January, February twenty nineteen.
1: It, it's it's gonna be close. I well
0: Daniel's, I, mean, I want to see that uh, John Jones. And well, John Jones,
1: but Daniel Cormier said, because uh, Daniel Cormier is fighting Stepe this weekend, oh, and yeah. after that fight, because uh, Cormier is damn near 40 years old, so he's basically said he only wants one or two fights, either Brock Lesnar or John Jones. Well, John Jones is suspended. I think he's been caught a couple times. So yeah. I, would, I would guess Lesnar's the next guy up, but... I'm just hoping, you know, something comes about where the, this Universal just changes hands. I hope— And we get I, a
0: defending champion, not just a name.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm i not—this uh, is bullshit. This is just—we talked about it in the last podcast. You know, he's, he's nowhere to be found, and—
0: I just don't think that's a good idea. I don't know who the hell would suggest it, but, like, this is the way to get Brock mega-heat. We just won't advertise him. He won't defend the title— You know, we'll just have, obviously, Paul Heyman steps in, he spices it up with his promos, whether it's on, you know, whatever platform he does it on. But it's like, I don't know who's, like, that's to me, that's not a good idea. You're legit, yes, you are achieving making people hate Brock, but it's not the way you want it to. And then your championship becomes a joke. Like like we've been saying, the Intercontinental Championship is the main championship. Yeah, that 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 is yeah, the no, main like, championship on Raw. There's no doubt about it. Like,
1: that is it. Like, fucking Brock, Women's Championship means more than the fucking Universal. Finn didn't dislocate his shoulder. For this shit. <laughs> for this shit. That's all I can say. Rollinson, throw him into the barricade <laughs> like he was nobody, okay? This is, it meant something, okay? Man,
0: I feel for this shit, man. It's, it's so sad. Um, Baron and Finn. Have you been paying attention to them? You know, now he's Constable Corbin. Yeah, Constable Corbin. Uh, Yeah, you've been paying attention to this, then they're going back and forth on Raw, or not Raw, but uh, Twitter also?
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like we just saw this fucking whole storyline get played out on the other brand, but somehow we're doing the exact same storyline. Now, of course, I can't book it, but you mean to tell me it's the only thing you had for finn right right this is another big guy and finn's not fucking daniel bryan finn's not a small guy yeah it's not like you know he's fucking one 180 right no and i'm sorry baron only has one move what are we doing here what what is the end game man i mean i understand hey maybe you really didn't have something for finn so let's at least keep him around.
0: Yeah, have him on TV, give have him on little TV, TV time. you
1: know. But Baron, come on. I can't book it, but dog, I need to see at least give me like well, they, they actually they have been doing a bunch of, you know, Intercontinental championships with uh matches with Finn and Rollins. Yeah. And, but uh, come on. At but least Now Dolph
0: Ziggler's the champion. Yeah, oh, Dolph, man.
1: you know, but Yeah, of course, but what are we doing? I, I don't understand the end game on half the shit they book. I don't.
0: I don't think they have an end game. I think they're just <laughs> shooting the shit and, uh, hey, man, whatever. If we don't like it, we'll change it next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll you know, we'll advertise a match and take a match off. We, hey, it's our product. We can do what we want. Yeah, I don't um, get it, man. I You know, I just. One thing that rubbed me the wrong way, though, and I already mentioned this to you, but one thing that rubbed me the wrong way was, like, the dig that Corbin did not so much at finn but the brand 205 live like you know oh i oh, i forgot what the whole tweet was but basically in response to something finn said he was like oh you know after i'm done with you 205 live will be waiting like you guys gotta i was just talking about this shit like you guys gotta stop dumping on that brand and then wonder why people get fed up like neville and don't want to be there because maybe it's the way you guys have it perceived You got a superstar going online talking about it's waiting, like if it's like the junkyard or something. Like, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. a Finn on 205 Live, if they let him turn it up a little bit, his style, it would probably make for some great matches. But no, he's a main eventer. He's right where he should be. Mm -hmm. But But just to say that kind of comment, that shit rubbed me the wrong way because I'm a big advocate about 205 Live, man. I really believe in that brand. I want to see it be greater than what it is. But to just shit on it like that, I was like, come on, dude. You could have said something else. Besides try to not only shit on Finn, but shit on the cruiserweights. And like they're nothing. And Baron, who the fuck are you to talk about wrestling? I was like, any
1: of those guys on 205 Live could outwork you just because exactly. you're tall. I don't
0: don't try to shit on them. From a storyline perspective, it's cool. But like, if guys are really feeling that kind of way, that just because they're big, that they should be you know, on a better placement than the smaller guy that can outwork them seven days a week, they, that that ideal, ideology got to stop, man. That's retarded.
1: Yeah, and You're like, come on,
0: man! Like- but, but you know, the WWE's been
1: doing this for a long time. You know, Bret Hart and Shawn had to fucking work their asses off while you got fucking Sid Vicious, who, <laughs> you know, let's be honest, wasn't good. And you, you got these big guys been getting pushed for years, and it's just always seemed like. They've always been diminished, and it's it's sad to see, especially since these guys are actually really great wrestlers. Man. Most, almost, almost everybody in two hundred five live, two hundred five live, I like.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There's like, yeah. I, when we get to it, like, yeah. Even Buddy Murphy, man. Like I was against him, but yeah, even he's won me over. Two hundred five live got some steady, good roster, and but they can still always use more. They could always use more. Uh, I guess. Um, any yeah, anything else on Raw before we switch over? I don't want to fuck up like last week and try to switch lanes before we're done. Uh, no, I'm good. We can move on. All, All right. right. Yeah. Okay. Heading on over to Tuesday on a uh, SmackDown. Uh, team Hell No magically become number one contenders after being separated for four or five years. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, Daniel Bryan shouldn't. He needs to have his own solo act. He has been wrestling for years and maybe you want to protect him a little bit. That makes sense. You know, I always try to look at every situation and try to find sense with it. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Or especially with the and brothers, like he has no chance with any small yeah. partner. So Kane does fit that, but or yeah, or Kane, maybe Kane, you know, he needs to get back to doing his mayoral, mayoral duties. So he has to get his contract done, but I just, I personally don't see it. Uh, you know, because Kane isn't Kane from 98. Nope. You know, he's 20 years later. So, I don't think, you know, Daniel Bryan's going to have to be taking most of those bumps. So, yeah, I feel right. bad for him on that. But, I Once mean. Once again,
0: are we protecting this man or are we trying to get him out of the paint? I need answers. Like, yeah. damn it. Protect Daniel Bryan by all costs.
1: <laughs> Especially on the first night he was back. They tried to really screw him. For real, man. But uh, taking some
0: hellacious shit. I mean,
1: I, I guess I don't mind, but. You know, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. You know, I, I guess
0: I'm, you know, I'm in the middle on it, you know. See, now, I, I kind of hate it. And and my whole thing is, is not only did they just jump the line. I hate when motherfuckers do that. Don't jump the line when people have been doing others, you know, working their spots and getting their their take during this time period. Like, don't overjump them. So not only does, you know, like, look at it this way. Let me put it this way to you. Cesaro and Sheamus have been off television for a while now because creative has nothing for them, but you're going to fucking throw the fucking team. Hell no. in a in a championship match with Cesaro and Seamus can't get that. Well, I mean, they, tr- the Usos tried to get in the match and make it a triple threat this past Tuesday, but even off of that, even, you know, like the Usos, like, come on. Yeah. Some people might be tired of the Usos getting their title shots, you know, cause I'm pretty sure somebody feels that way, huh. but I don't think Team Hell knows the answer, dude. Like, maybe if they won a couple more matches, maybe the next pay-per-view, hell, I might have went for it for SummerSlam. Maybe, because by then, they would have worked some matches. Maybe they would have earned it by then. And I'd be like, okay, fuck it. It'll be a decent match for SummerSlam. But to just jump in and throw them in there for Extreme Rules, man, I'm not digging it. Especially when Cesaro and Sheamus are sitting at wherever they're sitting, not on television, I would have nothing's there for them.
1: I would have rather seen Sanity. Or something else I'm just
0: Hey I don't want to sit there And jinx shit I'm just happy They're finally on Smackdown Because they've been gone For so long Since they got called up So I'm just happy With them finally Getting some TV time
1: Yeah well uh, You know I mean I ain't too mad about it But Yeah I guess I'm on the fence about it Yeah, I, I gotta see how this matches At Extreme Rules To really kind of judge it Because yeah. You know eh, Who knows
0: Hopefully, and this is what I'll do, respect. I just hope it doesn't last that long just for the sake for Daniel. You know, I hope he's able to get back to that main title picture still. Well, I'm like, sorry. Okay, we're going to do this, okay, cool. But at least at the end of the day, like, 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 let, let's that be the goal at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, well, you
1: know, let's. Ah, uh, they barely wanted to give him the title the first couple times.
0: Yeah. So they it's going to no be choice. tough to see it. Man, uh,. I guess the next thing, because SmackDown was kind of light to me this week, man. I watched it, and I was trying to, you know, obviously come up with some talking points. But SmackDown, to me, this week was kind of light. I mean, New Day did their little, tried to do their little pancake eating shit, and thank God that got broken up. Because, bro, (laughs) when I saw the five minutes on the counter, I'm like, fuck, no, I'm finna walk out. (laughs) Like, I don't got time to sit here for five minutes watching these motherfuckers eat pancakes. So I'm glad that ended out the way it did, but... The other, the only other thing for me for SmackDown that stood out was the Oscar and uh, James Ellsworth. When I first heard about them having a match, I'm like, okay, WWE might be changing their mind on intergender tag or not tag matches, but just intergender matches, yeah. like cool shit. But then obviously it just turned into the little joke it turned into. You know, Oscar got a couple hits in, and you know James Ellsworth got his co- comedic relief off, and you know the chase around just for it to end in a count out. Like that kind of let me down, I man. I was kind of excited. Like, okay, yeah. they're gonna James Ellsworth's gonna get his ass whoop, but I mean, it's gonna be decent, you know, because WWE hasn't done them kind of matches in forever.
1: This watching watching this type of stuff is once again the reason why I stopped watching years ago. You 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 have this monster of a of a woman's wrestler in Asuka, and you know. I'm not here to down James Ellsworth. He's great for what he does. You know that's why I rock yeah. with him. He's not. You
0: know, he knows what he is. I'm not I, trying to know, hate
1: and I'm not trying to you know seem like you know I hate on a lot of people and you know whatever. These are just
0: your are your views. Hey. It's like, just <laughs> this is just
1: what I think. What are you doing? What if I would rather Asuka not even be in the title picture, but having dope matches every week because that's what she does. Yeah, that's that's literally what she did in NXT. Every week to week basis, she was coming in and having dope matches, but now we were resorting to her getting facing James Ellsworth, and it's just—it's a joke. It was a joke when she lost to Carmella, and James Ellsworth came in with her with her mask and everything. It was a joke, yep. and now we're keeping this going. If if this ends with Carmella retaining the title. I, if I was Oscar, I would ask for my release. Like, I'm not here to be a, to have an ongoing joke. And, you know, I'm not Oscar, so I don't know what she thinks, but come on now. She, if I was Oscar, I would
0: feel really disrespected. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> she strikes me as a team player. I mean, obviously she's no rookie. She's been in the biz. So she, I, I know that she understands the way, you know, the ball got to go around sometimes. Yeah. But, like, yeah, man, I'm not really digging this. Like, hopefully all this bullshit leads to Asuka finally winning her first main championship.
1: I just, I don't get it. And I can't book it, but this wouldn't even be on the radar. I don't
0: even understand why this is even a angle. What are we doing? See, like I said, I was excited at first because, you know, in the other indie promotions, like I said, you can look up some oh, yeah. of Candice LeRae's shit. That Those was- intergender matches can be kind of dope. Yeah. It's some good wrestling, so I was kind of excited, man, but then they just made a joke of it next week. They're having a lumberjack match, so hopefully we get some offense from both of them. It's not just, you know, let Asuka hit him and, you know, like, okay, if we're going to do this, let's really do this because, people are going to be like yo i can go elsewhere and see that if i want to for real yeah see a woman power bam- power bomb a guy clothesline a dude knee him in his face like they can go elsewhere and see some great matches of that so don't tease it if you're not going to fully deliver on it well i
1: i'm pretty sure the wwe's just being careful you know it...
0: i understand domestic violence blah 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 but like this is entertainment as you guys love to keep saying so then keep that same energy this is entertainment you know, keep it how it is don't don't change it up just to change the narrative for certain shit like this is entertainment. this is what can happen.
1: Well, we all know what would happen. <laughs> Oscar would really fuck and, <laughs> and I understand
0: James Ellsworth beat a j Styles multiple times <laughs> somehow, but yeah, that shit was crazy, but I dug it at the same time. It was just one of those things I just rolled I rolled with the punches for a change on that one,
1: but you know it's can we stop with this? <laughs>
0: Man, anything else stick out to you on SmackDown that you wanted to touch on?
1: Nah, I was, I was feeling the same way about same yeah, way. It was, it was kind light. Of light on SmackDown this it was it
0: week. Was right. All right, fuck it. Switching over to two hundred five live. Uh, TJP, man, I've been digging his heel work lately. You know, like uh, his promos. I, like I mentioned before, like I, I don't know if it's coming from a real place or if he can, you know, if he's just doing what he's being told. But it's coming off and being sold to me, good. So finally, as you guys that probably watch the show know, he's been going week after week, jobber after jobber, talking about how Drake Maverick can't give him good competition. He finally wants it. So Drake said, yes, you will will get that. The opponent ends up being a returning Noam Dar. Now, first off, I got to say I was kind of lightweight annoyed just because he was just on the U.K. special. I was figuring that they were going to have him stay on the U.K. brand for NXT, have an established name on the brand. I had no problem with that. Okay, they bring him back to 205 live, which the brand that's the brand he was on prior, so okay, I guess. but then you have him squash TJ like that. He's the inaugural cruiserweight champion man, like and you just let dude work him like that? What are, I mean, obviously this is going somewhere, whether it's a character development or something. this is going somewhere with them and at least in their eyes. but to me, I'm just questioning it like, where's the love for TJ? There's there's been a couple cats that've been two time cruiserweight champions already. TJ has not been back in the title picture since he lost it. That's kind of disgusting to me. He's a great worker, dude. He, he's he's a vet. Don't let the baby face fool you. Like he is a vet. He's been doing this shit for a minute, and then I would like to think that he proved himself. Yeah that he wouldn't have to be in this kind of limbo or or be a butt of a joke in this kind of case. Yeah, you're going to take your losses. Don't get me wrong, people. I'm not trying to make it seem like all the people I fuck with or wrestlers in general are supposed to win all matches and go for all the belts, but that ain't that, man. I personally,
1: if data came to me and be like, oh, you're about to lose in 20 seconds to Noam Dar, I'd have been like, no, seriously, what are we doing tonight?
0: Yeah, you're Uh, fucking with me.
1: This guy... Okay, I don't understand how you have him in squash matches for damn near two months straight, trying to get him over, and then you have Gnome Dar come in, the first credible person he's faced in a long time, and then he gets squashed in 20 seconds. That makes TJP look like a scrub. You are ruin, ruining his character. You are burying him. What is... There, I don't understand. I, obviously, the character development, like he said, or, you know, that something they're trying to tell a story. Yeah, But... This is That was almost as bad as when Triple H faced the Ultimate Warrior, and he fucking pedigrees him right in the middle of the ring, and he pops right back up and then squashes him. <laughs> it, you're burying him. It makes no sense to me, and I can't book it, but that's that would be nowhere on my plans.
0: I, okay, now, the way I look at it, now I'm going to touch on two things staying with the noam dar situation like okay if i'm gonna lose to him how about we try to burn the house down a little bit it's gonna be the first match of the night how about you let us go at it for the first 10 minutes give us 10 minutes at least let's get our shit off and then you can go into your first commercial break Mm -hmm. but no you couldn't even give him that to let it look like it's a challenge now this is where i'm gonna try to book it a little bit I'm going to put these two together, TJP and Leo Rush. If you guys were going to have the first good competition that TJP faces, he's going to lose to, why wouldn't you have a debut Leo Rush be the guy and let them go into a program with each other? Mm -hmm. Leo's quick. That would have made a lot more sense to me for him losing so fast because Leo Rush is so quick, feel the rush, all that yada, yada, yada. To me, fuck having him come out and have that one earlier match against the jobber. I would have waited this extra this week and had him go against TJP. That would have been his in-ring debut. It would have been 20 to 30 seconds, but it would have been some fast-moving pace shit and Leo would have got his win and boom. First time Leo or TJP loses to a relatively newcomer. That's how I would have did it. But apparently somebody in in writing can't think of that kind of simple shit. To me that's what I call common sense. Like it, that makes more sense to me. And then they would have continued on. But now Leo's doing his shit with Akira. That's his beef. Now he was, he's a fan. Yeah, a fan. <laughs> But, like, yeah, you know, now that's going and shit. So, I don't know. That's just how I would have booked that part, that segment. Noam Dar would have stayed his ass on NXT UK. Be a star over there. Because they need star power. Like I told you, I hope they're not relying on all the indie talent. Because you can't necessarily do that. You got lucky with the Isla Don, you know, the, you know, um... Joe Hendry and shit like that. You got lucky with those guys. You know what I mean? Everybody's not going to be a winner, so that's why you need that. You need them to to stay on that brand. And
1: he gets kicked in the face, and he's out cold. (laughs) I just, I didn't understand it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was wild, I was scratching
1: my head like, okay, I guess.
0: (laughs) Staying staying with the flow. Uh, Cedric Alexander picked his opponent. And he wants to face Hideo Itami. I guess they're facing off next week on 205 Live for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, What are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, it doesn't make sense since you know you got you know a lot of guys who have been doing great on 205 Live. So to me, it doesn't make sense. But I mean, good for Hideo Itami. I don't think he's gonna win it, but hopefully they can tear the house down and he can you know build up a little bit more credibility. But to me, it just to me it just doesn't make sense. But I
0: mean, I'm happy for him. Go good, good yeah. for him. Now, my thing is, this is gonna be for me personally speaking for myself. This is gonna be maker to break it for me when it comes to Hideo Tommy. If he does not perform well in this match next Tuesday, I'm off of him. I don't I don't care for him. Like I'm I'm gonna be done with him if he doesn't. I'm not expecting him to you know, be a Shawn Michaels type of guy and, and really steal the show. But you, come on, man, you better put some umph into this shit because not only is this going to be for a championship, but it's necessarily, you know, good for this brand that you're on. So you got a lot going on with this. You know, you shouldn't be wanting to make the brand look good, and because you're in the a, in a title picture, you should want to show out a little bit. So for me, it's going to be a little bit of make it or break it for him.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. He really does have to, you know, perform very well. Yep. To me, yeah, if I was Triple H, I would tell him, hey, man, you know, you really can't fuck up on this one. He's fucked up a lot already. Yeah. You've already had a lot of injuries. It's like, man, you know, how many how many more chances are we going
0: to give you? Exactly. And we and we just touched on this, I believe, last podcast where we were asking, is it time for Hideo to go back, you know, like, just to go back to Japan and do his thing over there? We just talked about this. So, you know, it's no hate or anything. But I've been having that on my mind about him for a while, so – Next week is make it break it for me. Especially when he first came in, I was like, all right, cool. Let's see what he's doing. Yeah. He- I was kind of excited about it. You know, I was thinking good things. You know, I didn't want to sit there and be all Debbie Downer about the shit. But So I had, you know, high hopes for it, but it turned into what it turned into so far. So yeah. hopefully we get better next week. Yeah, hopefully. And then uh, for as far as 205 Live goes, man, uh, that main event, man, uh, Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy, that shit was dope. <laughs> Man. Mustafa Ali's been proved this point that he's one of the best cruiserweights in WWE by consistently putting matches out that are fire. But, like, Buddy Murphy earned my fucking respect with that match. Like, they both showed out. There was a couple points where it got, like, a little, you know, what's going on here, like, as in, like, timing-wise. Like, you know, it was little delays. Like, I don't know if they were just trying to call shit as they were going. But other than that, all the spots, it it was great. It was great action, man. I felt like...
1: They showed out. Uh, Definitely. Like like we were talking about when we watched it, Buddy Murphy did not sell the steps you know, to the oh, ring. Oh,
0: yeah, that blew me a little bit. You see niggas like uh, Big, big show. show struggling to pick up the damn stairs, and now nah, Buddy Murphy's just picking it up, putting it here, putting it there. Like, wow, that's that's a little crazy to me. He <laughs> really made it
1: seem like it was blasting to me. I was dying laughing. But overall, though, I... Just showing out, and these are the type of matches of what 205 Live can be. Exactly. It That's shows the saying. potential. It shows that these guys can go out and just have high-quality matches. I on a, on a rate, one to five stars, I would have gave that a four and a quarter. I would have, I would have gave that a real
0: – because they were taking some spots in that match. Man, the – yeah, man, the, the shit on the – the ramp. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. Uh, not only just was it the hair pulling, you know, throw over to it the suplex. Uh, man, yeah, there was, yeah, there was some spots, man. The
1: Spanish fly off the barricade to the table and it didn't break. That was man. so crucial to me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I thought everybody would have learned their lesson from Will Osprey. Can you please stop doing these Spanish flies unless you're really high, man? Because yeah, you need that clearance. He there, there was no, there was the the table the announcer table to the barricade i think it was the barricade was maybe like 2 or 3 inches taller than the table yes.
0: <laughs> so if you don't if you don't
1: land that correctly somebody's getting seriously injured i love it don't get me wrong but man that is that was some real ballsy shit man, man. i'll give you that one that was a good match though and, and i was entertained and you you can't even look down at your phone or you gonna miss a spot? Yeah, that's how sure. good that match. Yeah, was. they had
0: my whole undivided attention that whole match, man. I was just curious at first to see how it was gonna play out, and yeah, they, man, they tore it down in my eyes, man. The ladder, or not the ladder, but the stair spot suplex. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was kind of crazy to me at first. I'm like, you know, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, but yeah, that was that was a crazy ass spot. Me personally, yeah, I'd have to give it about, I'll say four stars just to be, just to be flat. Yeah. I'm gonna say four stars. It was a good match. I'm not gonna overhype it and say five star, but it was a great four star match. And like I said, Buddy Murphy made a fan out of me officially because at first I was not so hype about him being a part of that division, but he he proved to me he can do it. He was doing some you know over the rope shit. He he was showing me that he could do it. He's not just a muscle guy, and that's what I was looking at him at as first. Like you don't belong here, man. You're you're not gonna do any flips. You're not gonna do any rope dives. So i liked it i liked it uh like i said a flat four for me i would uh now i know this wasn't on the docket but it's just a
1: quick quick uh thought that popped up into my mind since since 205 Live doesn't have their own pay-per-view uh-huh. i was thinking and this is something i would personally love to see and i would book i'd love to see a four uh fatal 4 away ladder match because we haven't seen a ladder match 205 as far as i'm concerned i've don't don't remember any.
0: Yeah, I, I can't recall.
1: So, I would have Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy, and then Leo Rush. Can you imagine the spots in that one?
0: Yeah, that that could be man, hell yeah. That <laughs> that's be, a, that, that that would be a great little match right there.
1: Just put, put it on first and just steal the show.
0: I couldn't even imagine the spots, especially <laughs> now, with Leo Rush. Now that you mention it, I'm that's kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, like they're going to, because what, Extreme Rules is this weekend, correct? So instead of letting the Cruiserweight match take place at Extreme Rules, you're just going to make them do it. I mean, cool, you know, it's 205 Live on the network. You, yeah. know, you can watch it there or on Hulu or whatever. But, like, why not let them get that spot on the pay-per-view? Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, because I know they're definitely not going to get 205 Live their own pay-per-views. That would be pointless. Yeah. It would, it would have to be an hour and a half, two hours nah, you'd you'd be, uh, if we're lucky. But um, yeah that, yeah, that that kind that's kind of crazy. Now that I think about that. Um, oh man. Anything else on two hundred five? Uh, no, I think I got everything on that one. For sure, for sure. Uh, moving on to NXT on Wednesday. Uh, Shayna Blazer, Basler. Once again, don't know how to say her name correctly. <laughs> but yeah, her. Who should be the number one contender for her championship, man? looking at the playing field and looking at the current roster of girls they have, who do you think should be? Obviously Nikki Cross couldn't get the job done. I don't think that they're going to have a rematch anytime soon. At least I don't think, but so yeah, who do you think should be in your opinion?
1: (laughs) I'm really biased. I'm a big, uh, Kyrie Sane fan. Yeah. Uh, and she already has a win over Shana. So I feel like that'd be a pretty easy storyline to get into and be like, you know, talk about the, the, my young classic and what happened. And yeah. I think it'd be a great, a great angle.
0: I feel like it's kind of built in. Like yeah. they're, just, they're just not running with it for some reason. We've, we've yet to see a match
1: with them in NXT. So I, I can't book it, but that's what I would do. That's personally
0: my pick, <laughs> man, me. I'm going to have to go with either right now, either Bianca Belair or Lacey Evans. And the only reason I'm going to say Lacey Evans and not include Candice LeRae is just because Candice is barely starting to get her feet wet in NXT at least. You know, Evans has been here for a couple months now. She's been putting on some good matches. So that's why I would say her. And Bianca Belair is undefeated, as she just put in her last promo. So it's like, yeah, she's undefeated. She's been doing great in the ring. So that, uh, it's hard for me to pick out of those two, man.
1: Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind – I wouldn't. All right. I like Bianca. I would. T- I'd say that's fair. I don't necessarily like Lacey like that. I would rather put Candace in because I feel like Candace has a crowd behind her.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. She does have that built-in fan base. So they welcomed her with open arms when she debuted. Yeah. She didn't yeah, so have can, to work for that. <laughs> uh so
1: that I'd rather put Candace in that spot instead of Lacey. Okay, but that's I can just dig you know, it. that's just what I see, and that's my opinion. Uh, but I have nothing, nothing against Lacey at all. I I like her. I like her little shtick. I think I think she does a good job, and she's definitely a heel. She, yeah, yes, definitely. She pisses me off sometimes, and <laughs> I'm not right. even a lady. So yeah, she. <laughs> I guess I guess maybe she just you know get, gets the reaction out of me. I guess I don't know.
0: Man, uh, do you think it's time for for you know Shayna to drop the belt though, man? Or do you think she's doing good at what she's doing? All right.
1: Once again, I don't want to seem like a hater. But if if you listen to her promos, I do not believe what she's saying. Just just this past week, she's talking. She's been saying the same thing over again. You know, this is the reality. Yeah. And this and that. And she's like, name off, people. And it's like, well, the reality is, she sticks up her belt. I'm the reality. Like, well. Could you say it with some conviction? You know, yeah. say it with some bass in your chest or something,
0: you know, Man, I mean something. could you be menacing something? Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't like in that part, yeah, I'm not going to act like a know-it-all on that part. I, like, I don't know what it is, but something. At this point, I I'd rather her have a manager cuz her mouthpiece is making her not believable as a champion. Okay. Let me ask you this. Who who would you propose to be her manager? It could be anybody, I guess. Obviously, you know whether they're with the company or not, but who would you put?
1: Now, man, that's rough. That's 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 a hard one. But if if you're gonna have anybody manager, I'd I'd have to say Paul man, because yeah, because he already opinion. has an MMA guy under his you know under his wing. Why not? Because I feel it's the same way. Brock's mouthpiece really isn't that good, and Paul saves
0: him. But I, feel could, like, but I feel like they'll end up giving Paul to Rhonda before they would give it to well, Shana. Well, yeah, of course. But
1: that that's thats the way I think, though, because he already has an MMA guy. And he could really sell that, you know, her whole gimmick more. Yeah, I he'll think. sell her career and this, that. Yeah, yeah. and he'll talk is, about yeah. her accomplishments. Because if, if I was her, I'd be talking all that stuff about what I've done in MMA and 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 certain taps I can get you in. And, yeah, it's, it's just, Dig
0: it up. I mean, if they're letting Rhonda, you know, praise about being this and that, like she, hey, you should be able to do the same as part as your gimmick.
1: Yeah, I, uh, but I, I, I just want her to have a manager at this point because it's making her less and less believe. And honestly, I'm starting to dislike her more and more every episode.
0: It's getting kind of rough, man. And that's not no knock at her. It's getting kind of rough. Just off the top of my head, I don't know. This probably wouldn't mix for a lot of people or in a lot of people's opinions. They might not agree with me right now, but. If not Paul Heyman, because like how I said, you know, they'll probably give that to Rhonda over her. But what about maybe someone like Paul Ellering? <laughs> I feel like he should have something, you know. He lost AOP, you know, they ditched him. So how would you feel? Do you think that would be a good mix of some sort? You know, Paul Ellering being the mouthpiece a little bit for her? I love
1: Paul, Miller, uh, Paul Ellering's mouthpiece. He's he's a very good pause. he's very good at <laughs> – He's very good at what he does, and he he articulates so well. So i I wouldn't mind that whatsoever because he loves to travel. So I mean, let's get him on the road, boys. Let's, yeah. let's get him on the road. I mean, yeah, that'd be perfect.
0: Man. man. now switching over to the guys. Somehow, some way, Tommaso Ciampa has weaselled his way to be the number one contender. Kind of like a team hell no situation going on, just slingshotting to the front of the line. You know, fuck Velveteen Dream, fuck EC three. Fuck Johnny. Yeah. But people like Lars and Chopa though, they just they just get straight up into the title pitcher, somehow, some way. That that blows me. What is your take on him being the number one contender? Just a just imagine
1: doing live shows, doing NXT tapings as a single star. Getting getting wins, you know, getting a loss every once in a while. Ciampa gets one freaking win. And so as a single star, one win. And somehow he gets a title shot. This this is like when Jinder Mahal came back, like, uh what? Um he doesn't have enough accomplishments for him yes. to even be in the title pitcher. I I wouldn't even have him in the fuck in the North American title pitcher. Nah. Let alone the championship. <laughs> I can't book it. And of course, I haven't been in the business, but at at some point, you you can't just put a slingshot on these guys back and be like, all right, we're running with it. We're running with it.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, when you got sure things, hell, Cassius Ono should be getting a fucking title shot before him, man, and that's just to keep it a buck. You the should, knockout you, king, man, that's that's wild to me. Like, yeah, like I don't want to sound like how you said, not trying to sound like a fucking hater or like I'm shitting on him, but I don't see much without. Johnny Gargano by him, yeah. You guys were a great tag match, uh, tag team partners. You guys had great singles matches with each other, but when you separate the two, Johnny's gonna be just fine. Yeah, I gotta. I, I hate that. I feel like this is gonna keep being my comparisons in the future. But like, Johnny's Sean <laughs> Champa is Marty. Like Johnny is gonna be fine. Champa, I don't really see what your future holds for you, man. I I You're like, like his character the... work. I I. I th- I think he he
1: plays a good heel, and of course you know,
0: yeah I can't I gotta admit that yeah like as far as heel like he he's a convincing heel I'm yeah. not gonna say oh he's
1: super dope but he he does his job well I believe I believe his his character work and but I, just because you get booed by the crowd doesn't mean that you should be in the title picture. Just because Roman's getting booed. Doesn't mean all oh, man. All right, let's. He's getting the, a reaction. Yeah, you hear
0: that? Like that's not a good look. Like there's, a, and you would think that they would know the difference. Well, Chomp was a little different because him, him and Johnny, they hate him because you know he's been yeah. messing
1: up Johnny. So I guess that makes sense. It's just I, he hasn't done enough as a single star to get a championship push like this. And if if I if I was a single star that's been doing live shows for the past couple of years, I would be pissed. Yeah. I would Definitely. be pissed. This guy's coming off an ACL injury. He's only had,
0: what, two matches? I think he, I don't know why I want, like, it's sticking out to me. I think he beat that Raul Mendez dude on NXT. Okay. So I think, and that was basically a squash match. So I think he has that match under his belt too. Okay. Uh, so I two, see what you're saying. Two man. wins. But if, but if I'm an EC3, I'd be like, uh no,
1: I'm the top one percenter. <laughs> How dare you? Or if, or if
0: Velveteen, man, like, God damn, what does he got to do to you know get, what? To get I, that I, rub? He I, doesn't I, need he the belt, belt, like we said before. He doesn't necessarily need it, but what does he got to do?
1: Damn. He has the Braun effect. So, and this is the reason why I think they're not putting the title on him. Of course, I don't know, but this is my, my what my logic would be, is he's so young, so he has plenty of time to get a belt. Right now, he's doing such a good job at developing his character, you know, with the Hollywood dream and all that and yeah. having the belt on him and all that. So I I guess he has that broad effect. He doesn't need the title to solidify him as a superstar. But at the same time, damn, a belt on Velveteen and the shit he could talk
0: Man. would be out of this world. For so real. I don't see
1: how he's getting pushed or Chompa's getting pushed
0: over him. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that just, that just blows me. I mean, I have nothing against Tommaso at all, no. man. Like, I like his work. He's a convincing heel, but you're more of a North American championship type yeah. of guy. I yeah. want to see you go against Adam Cole. I don't want to see you and Aleister Black mixing it up, bro. I don't want to see it. Even though you'll probably sell the hell out of Black Mass, he probably, he'll probably just take it. I don't really see him blocking. Yeah. It'll probably look crucial, but, like, I don't want to see you going for that belt, man. You need to downgrade a little bit, go for that North American. You and Adam Cole can tear it down a little bit, probably.
1: Yeah, but, you know,
0: I mean, once again, I try
1: to look at the bright side. You know, hopefully he just, you know, tears the house down, but... I've only seen him tear the house down with Johnny, so
0: Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm a little like, skeptical.
1: Yeah, and you have every right to be but, shit. But but that's the thing though. Johnny <laughs> Johnny's out there going having five star matches with everybody. So is did Johnny make you you know, believable as the old contender? So I I would rather him at least have one or two rivalries before he got to the championship just to see if he can put on those same type of matches. I could be invested then. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not invested in him because I've only seen him wrestle
0: a couple times as a singles wrestler. Man. So to me, it doesn't make sense. Man, uh, but man, speaking of a uh, Velveteen Dream, uh, him and Chris DiJack had a I think a pretty decent match this past week on NXT. Uh, what did you see it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It so was. Uh, what was your thoughts?
1: Uh I. I love Have you ever seen Chris DJ? No, before? this is my first time seeing this guy, so I had no bias coming into watching the match. I had nothing. Uh, you know, I was completely open minded, and I loved the way the guy was talking shit to uh, <laughs> Valentina <Velveteen> during, during <laughs> okay. the match. He's like, "You're gonna fly," and he just fucking threw him, in. and he's just talking. I I like that. You yeah. know, back and forth talking through the match. I was like, "All right." He had a nice big boot. Um,
0: he basically he's a a better big cast, dude. That's why I was telling you. Like, if they want a big man so bad, there you go. That's the kind of big man you go out and get. Yeah, not some guy that's just tall and oh flabby. Man, and- he has long hair. We can do something with that. Like, no, that's the big man you go and get because he could probably talk on the mic. I haven't heard too much from him, but he could probably talk decent on the mic. He talked during. He talked good during the match. Yeah, <laughs> he talked good during the match. So yeah, I mean, and his ring work is only going to get better. So I'm like, I'm I'm up for him. See where he's going to land in the next year. Yeah, for for a bigger guy, is,
1: he was a he was a pretty good worker. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him more on uh, on on the network. So hopefully he get, keeps keeps getting matches. I, I would I'd rather see him him and Champa.
0: That'd <laughs> be nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could definitely see that being a good one. Yeah, I uh, but, Velveteen, <laughs> just keep doing your
1: thing. Event, I mean, just. I hope that I, main
0: rosters are waiting. Yeah,
1: I just hope Vince doesn't ruin you when you get there. If anything, he's probably gonna
0: make him do some extra wild shit. Yeah, they're gonna put a whole new
1: gimmick on him and ruin everything.
0: <laughs> Either way, it's not gonna be good. <laughs> Fucking Goobly Gocker, son of a bitch. Man, um, yeah. Even NXT was a kind of you know kind of light to me this yeah. week. So I mean, I don't have too much to cover that, but to switch to general discussion um just in general you know i was thinking what would you think of if neville came back and finished out his contract on nxt uk if he doesn't want to be with wwe you don't want to be you know doing the traveling they're in your area man like why wouldn't what do you think about him just finishing his contract out over there
1: uh, that'd be amazing. I think that would be the first person that can actually compete with Pete Dunne for that championship.
0: And that would be a hell of a match. Oh man. my God! But he's gonna get a hell of a pop just because we ain't seen his ass in so long. And then you're in your home area, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. It's, like, but the WWE never never do that. That's too smart. That's too common sense. Yeah, they, you're right. Make they too wouldn't go money. with that. They wouldn't go with that. They wouldn't that go makes too with much it. Sense.
1: But I mean, hashtag Where Is Neville? I hope that that's just that makes too much sense. You know, you you sit there and think about it like, oh uh, nah, they wouldn't do that.
0: It makes too much sense. And that's fucked up that we gotta say that about them. Like, it makes too much sense. Not gonna work with the WWE. Yeah, I uh Neville, I would love to see a Neville Pete Dunne match. Um, okay, what about this Neville versus the Modfather? You ain't here for that. You ain't trying to see them mix yeah, it up. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> ain't I trying UK? to see the Modfather lose. <laughs> But was, it would be such a dope match, though. Like, yeah, he's probably going to take the L, but, dude, they're probably going to get down. I'm not going to lie. That would be
1: a really dope match just because the mob father moves around so much, and he's so active, and Neville will be like, where the fuck is this guy? <laughs>
0: yeah, good they're going to have to be moving together, shit. That's yeah, yeah, going to be dope. Man,
1: see, now you got me, now you got me all excited. That would be a
0: dope match. There's, they got shit there, and Neville will be facing all new people, it's not going to be no, you know, Enzo situations going on to where he's facing people he doesn't respect or doesn't think that should be in the ring with him. Like, yeah, you're going to have some good competition over there. You're going to be wrestling a little bit stiffer. Yeah, always oh, <laughs> than what you've been used to for the past couple years. I mean, yes, it'll definitely be stiffer, but that's just my idea, man. I really think that if Neville really doesn't want to fuck with WWE, do right by your fans and at least do this NXT UK then. You don't got to come back to 205 Live, fuck Monday Night Raw, fuck SmackDown. You can just do the NXT UK. You started in NXT, you can end your WWE career in NXT UK if that's how you truly feel. Oh. At least that frees you up. You get your contract done and you can go do whatever you want, whether you want to retire or whether you want to go you know, to Japan or wherever. But that might be something that somebody needs to get on the phone with, somebody, and get this talked about. If I was WWE, I would have been as soon as we had talks about putting the NXT UK branch together. Uh, let's talk to Adrian. Uh, let's let's get him on the phone. Let's see if we can get this uh, ironed out a little bit. I, I would just like to talk to somebody that is in contact with him. Like, what is going on? Like, he's acting like CM Punk, but he ain't had CM Punk stature, man. That's what's kind of blowing me about him. Like, I can understand if he was a CM Punk type of guy, but you weren't. I can understand frustration, but, like, you're, this is enough. Enough is enough, my guy. Like, come on, dude. You've been gone since probably a year now, I think. Because I remember hearing last year, it was like, oh, he's going to come back in November. And November came and went. Yeah. And he didn't return. So I want to say we're approaching a year if we haven't passed it. That's so unfortunate because, man,
1: the King of the Cruiserweights was one of the best, best character. He work made ever. that gimmick work.
0: He actually like I don't know if that was his idea or if they gave it to him, but he I felt that he really felt that shit. Even even when he lost the, even when he lost
1: the belt, it made his character even better.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, he had that deranged look going on. Yeah, like, I was thinking like, it,
1: man. Like he ain't ate or slept in weeks since he, he was lost just... that
0: motherfucker. He's just been beside himself. <laughs> but yeah, I was digging Gee. that, man. Like nobody, that was some commitment, man. So that's why I'm saying I, I just really want to see Neville back in the ring, man. That Red Arrow, I miss seeing that shit. WWE hasn't given it to nobody else in the cruiserweight division, so I'm holding out hope that, you know, normally when they give your finisher away, it's like, yeah, buddy, ain't coming back no time soon. <laughs> like they done gave it to somebody else, but like, yeah, that's that's leaving me with a little bit of glimmer of hope for him, man. Yeah, let's hope. Uh some news and rumors. Uh, supposedly, man, uh, the Elite, you know, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are kind of changing their tune about WWE. You know, if you keep up with them, you know, you've done seen the uh, and heard the interviews where, They've said that they're fine where they're at, that they don't need WWE, which was all warranted. You know, they got Funkos, you know, their first indie wrestlers with Funkos and selling, you know, their merch at Hot Topic. You know, they've broken a lot of ground besides the all in event that they're about to be doing, but they've broken a lot of ground. So, I mean, I felt what they were saying at that time, but now they're in, they're interested. You know, Kenny Omega's went on record saying that he would look at it as a missed opportunity if he wasn't able to go there while he can still go. As in move the ring, move around in the ring. You know, he mentioned that he'd be interested in working with Seth. He says that, you know, the big match that he would like to do is with AJ, which is kind of unfinished business. That's money on the table like a motherfucker right there if anybody in WWE is listening. And then the Young Bucks, of course, they want to do their little run probably with New Day. And I know they're pretty much open. I'm for damn sure they wouldn't mind working with the Usos. I can see the Usos and the Bucks going at it, or even Sheamus and Cesaro the Bar. Nah. Like I'm pretty sure they they know what the landscape is there. I, I want I want a Hardy match if you're gonna
1: do it. If you're gonna bring the Bucks, Bucks and the Hardys,
0: that would be dope. Because yeah, Ring of Honor and you know the other promotions got to witness that shit. But to have that happen in WWE, they would even if it's a one night thing. Yeah, no, you go, to you go back feud. to teaming with Bray, but for one night, damn it, we're gonna get the Hardys and the Bucks on WWE. And and this is my whole theory,
1: and that this is the reason why I think they didn't sign the last time, is because the Bucks wanted to win the heavyweight tag titles, and I then, can respect
0: that though. And At first Ken, I was like, huh, but I respect
1: it. And Kenny wanted to go and win the heavyweight championship off Okada, which that's makes what t- I figured.
0: I figured automatically when he was saying that he resigned and there was unfinished business, I automatically assumed that he's getting that strap off of Okada. I didn't know how long. But I knew that that was in the cards. Like, what, what else are you going to do with them? If you're talking about unfinished business, that's the one thing that you haven't finished. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, you look at the Bucks, they moved up the heavyweights and got them belts really fast. No trial and error. They got them shits ASAP. So, I mean, like, yeah, you did all you guys can do. You've broken ground in America. You've got a hell of a fan base in America, you know, besides Japan. What, you know, what else can you do there? The only thing to do now is to go work at the biggest place in the world. Yeah, it,
1: man, it, I I hope it comes to fruition because there's a lot of things that could happen. You have so many former Bullet Club members in the WWE, and you could just have a big reunion. For real, the
0: only people that would be missing is uh, the Gorillas of Destiny and fucking, uh, what's the big guy name? Is his name slipping my mind right now? The big guy with the glasses, man. I forget his name right now. Damn. Can't remember either. Yeah, well, anyways, him, the Godfather-type dude. Like, yeah, those would be the only guys missing. But other than that, the whole clique would be over there. And like I said, I'm interested in seeing an AJ versus Kenny match. The Bucks, to me, you could put them in the ring with any tag team in WWE, and they're going to produce gold. I, I would like to believe that they earn that so, like, you know that they're going to show out. They, they, just like every other wrestler, they be beat the fuck up, dude, and they still be putting on matches like there ain't nothing going on. So regardless of who they mix it up with, it's going to be dope in WWE. But the AJ and Kenny, man, I really feel like that's some WrestleMania potential right there.
1: Oh, well, they'd they'd probably put it on a fucking Extreme Rules or something and totally fuck it off. Fuck it all (laughs) off. Just like they did back then with Flair and Hogan. Man. Fuck that all off. I just, you know, our dream matches, I feel like, wouldn't come... Wouldn't wouldn't
0: happen. last dream match we got probably was Rock and Hogan, and that was some unexpected shit. But, like, when we want a dream match, we really don't get it. Like, the Shinsuke and AJ shit, to me, that was a letdown. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I was expecting so much better. Like, man, they finna do this, that, and third, man. This is going back to New Japan days and shit. Like, they finna tear it down, dude.
1: Low blow. Yeah, that
0: shit, man. So don't get me wrong. I can understand some people because I see the comments it's like, oh, they better not sign with WWE. Oh, you know, they're going to fuck their character up or they're going to, you know, be jobbing you out and this, that and the third. But one thing these wrestlers are starting to make very apparent. I don't give a fuck. I got a check. My family's eating. I'm living well. I'm traveling, living the world. Look at Kurt Hawkins. Prime example. He's been he's lost every match since he's returned to WWE. He don't give a fuck. People try to talk to him, talk shit to him on Twitter about that. He, hey, I'm, my, me and my wife are fine. My new, Our new kid's fine. We're living life good. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like the Ascension. The Ascension are getting jobbed out. Yeah, they're, yeah they probably feel the same way. Like, pff, the checks are clearing. It's only a certain few people that that's not going to be enough. There's only a couple people that's like, fuck that. I don't care about them. CM Punk is one of them. Neville. Neville's the other one <laughs> I mean, there are some exceptions to that that the money don't matter, you know what I mean, but man, yeah, but getting to the end of this, uh, I really don't have nothing else to touch on this week. This week's been a light week, we get got extreme rules coming up this weekend, so I know we're gonna whether it's botches or greatness, we're gonna have something to talk about next friday, but uh yeah I, i'm I'm thinking I'm pretty much done, man, do you have anything you want to touch on uh before we wrap it up for the week?
1: No, yeah, it was was kind of like well, the pay per view is not gonna be till not this Sunday, next Sunday. So oh, it's gonna be next Sunday. Yeah, oh, it's on the fifteenth, so it's so, not. Gonna... man, come on with it. So, hopefully this
0: week produces something. <laughs> so yeah,
1: we got the we got the cruiserweight uh, championship match to look forward to, but you know it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a, more of a down week next week, but hopefully uh, Extreme Rules shows
0: out after that. It's what I'm pretty excited for. Hell yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Hopefully we get something good out of it. But yeah, man, we up out of here. We're going to see you guys next week and every Friday. All right, Till then, we holler at y'all. All right.